Welcome to the I Don't Give a Should show, a podcast exploring all the ways that women should all over themselves. How many times do you find yourself acting out of obligation or doing what everyone else expects from you without stopping to consider why? Where do all those beliefs that are driving you come from? If you're tired of feeling resentful, overwhelmed, stuck, exhausted, or pissed off, you are in the right place. Shooting all over yourself is a real thing, but it doesn't have to be in the driver's seat. I'm your host, Jen Sherwood, and I spent way too many years trying to prove that I was good enough and worrying what other people thought while avoiding conflict at all costs. Today, I don't give a shit. Well, not as many anyway, and neither should you. I'm talking to women like you who figured out how to stop shooting and start living. You're listening to the I Don't Give a Should Show, episode number 12. So today I'm excited to introduce you to my guest, Mary Kay Kemper. And Mary Kay is a top-ranking executive director who is passionate about guiding people to create purposeful lives. She has over eight years of experience mentoring and coaching. Are you ready for this, friends? 23,000 plus men and women. That's a serious amount of mentoring and coaching. And she's done that as the the head of Team Genesis, which is the first corporately sponsored leg at Limelife by Alicone. Mary Kay is driven to help people step into their greatness by adopting and maintaining a positive, abundant mindset. How stinking beautiful is that, Mary Kay? So welcome. I'm so happy to Still gives me chills. (laughs) I I love what I do so much. And I I just have so much gratitude for being in this place in my life. And I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Oh, I'm just like, I'm buzzing. I'm ready. Let's let's do it. Let's go. And I can't wait for you. Oh, let's just talk about. (laughs) Okay, friends, let's dive in then. So Mary Kay, why don't you tell us about your experience when you were living under the shoulds? Okay. You said at the beginning of this, Jen, that a lot of people don't even realize they're living under the yeah. And yeah. now, as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. So at the time, I didn't realize it as much. It was the culture that I was brought up in. My parents were pretty controlling. You know, they had a certain way that they wanted us to be and do. And there was a message of, if you have a voice, if you're seen, you're being selfish. That was kind of the underlying sort of house that I was brought up in. And so it became like, you're meant to be seen, not heard. Oh, yeah. So that was really the the beginning of the shoulds. Because then I was like, well, if I'm not meant to be heard, every time I open my mouth, I need to ask if it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, So it did become a, should I, can I, what would you like me to do? How do you want me to be? And so I just grew up not really knowing or having sense of self. And when you don't have sense of self, there is just an absolute tsunami of shoulds. I mean, it's just, it's Groundhog's Day of shoulds. Yes. You know, it's every single day you wake up And you have to be a certain way in order to fulfill someone else's expectations of you. And so I became a person who was living a very default life. Like that's kind of how I, I put it in that term now, because 
it was a default life because it was what my parents knew and they were just putting that on to me. And so if I didn't start to step into who am I or start doing the self-development, going on the journey of my most purposeful life, well, then it just would have been exactly a repeat of my parents' life, right? And so it was even so much as the friends I would choose to be with was, should I be friends with this person? Anybody that I would have a relationship with, it would be, should I date a man that's this height with this profile, with this pedigree? And so when you talk about shooting, it was every aspect of my life I was shooting and I was just following a pattern of what I thought somebody else expected of me. I went to college because it was the college that my parents put the book in front of me to look at. I chose a job because it was the job that my brothers had already been involved in and my aunts and uncles were already involved in. So this is what I should do. Yeah. So it it just became a pattern and it became a way of living for me. And so I was really just surviving. I was not living. As you're talking, I wonder, as I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about those expectations that our parents have on us, and as you're describing it, I'm imagining that in order for you to feel safe in your home, in your life, you had to live up to what your parents were saying. I mean, our parents are so influential in our early years and then you know beyond, but is that what I'm getting from this is like, in order to feel safe in your home, there were very strong expectations. And if you didn't live up to it, you probably didn't know what was going to happen, but you didn't want to find out what would happen. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. And let me just say, my parents did the best they could do, right? I mean, Absolutely. They, they were trying to keep you safe yeah. and that was their way of, of trying to keep you safe is, is somewhat keeping you small, right? Right, right. And so there was an, even an expectation of me that I was not going to play sports because girls don't do that. Right. The boys play the sports, the girls don't do that. So then I remember I would go into cheerleading and I would say, well, maybe I should be a cheerleader. I hated cheerleading. <laughs> yeah. I, I never made cheerleading because I, I hated it. I didn't love it, but I went back every single year to try out for cheerleading because I thought that's what I should do. Isn't it amazing yeah. how, and it's like hitting your head against the wall. You don't like it. You don't take like it, it on there and good at every it. year you're like, maybe this year, maybe this time I'll be good enough. I'll do it. I'll, you know, I think it is crazy making what we do to ourselves to try to fit into that mold. And I really want to acknowledge what you said about your parents. I do think for the yeah. most part, they're, they're just parents. doing their best. <laughs> this is how they were best. raised. They don't want you to get out there and fall flat on your face. So they're doing everything they can. But at some point, you think maybe this isn't for you. So I'm curious, Mary Kay, you mentioned this self-development journey. What would you say started that for you? What was the thing that made you say, oh, I'm not going to try to shove myself into this mold anymore? And maybe it wasn't one thing. Maybe it was a series of things. But Mm -hmm. what was it that shifted for you? Yeah, I would say it was definitely a series of things that I can identify now, but when they were happening, I was not, you know? Oh yeah. There were small little things that were allowing me to find my voice. Right. And then I can recall a very specific moment. So I told you that I took a career that I thought I should take 
And I was so unhappy in this career. I mean, it was fine. It was, I just knew that it was Groundhog's Day. I woke up every day and I went to this job that paid the bills. And then my brother was lost on 9-11. And that was a very pivotal moment in my life. Obviously, a tragedy like that makes you look at things, you know, but it makes you look at things. But I remember being like, I had two choices at the time. I can either be a victim and throw my head over the blanket and say, woe is me. I was dealt this card and now I had a reason to just be lazy because the old me that lived in the shoulds was a very unmotivated, lazy person. And I think that's what happens when you stay in this place of shoulds. Yeah. Because why would you be motivated to do anything? Why, why would you be motivated to get up and hustle and, and dream and all these things that I now get to do? But I remember thinking, oh, this is a really easy way for me to just play that victim card, you know, and be woe is me. Yeah. And then I thought on the other hand, but this is also an opportunity for me to really look at what is my purpose in life and what am I here to do? But I didn't know how to do that. And it took many, many, many years after September 11th of 2001 for me to really say, it's time for me to look at who am I and what do I want? But I believe in those years, there were little things that were showing themselves to me that were making me realize that. I have a voice. I have something to say. It's not selfish to want a future for me that brings me happiness. But then that becomes scary, right? Because this is when I was 40 years old. And here you are, 40 years old. I had three small children at the time living in the suburbs of, of Connecticut. And it becomes scary. It's like, well, what does that look like? how do I look at my life now? And there were plenty of times where I wanted to just take the easy way out and say, but I'm alive. I'm healthy. My kids are good. My job is good. I'm paying the bills. And I think we get stuck in that routine too, Jen, where it's like, could it get better than this? Maybe, but maybe not. And it's very easy to stay comfortable. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's risky. If you want to go make a change, that is risky in our minds. And that's terrifying, even though the payout can be huge. Anytime we start to rock the boat, and particularly women in our culture are taught not to rock the boat. So if you've got a job and a house and kids, why would you want to change anything? I totally, totally get that, except that you really wanted to change something. I really did. And it was a physical for me, it was a physical feeling. There was an irk. I don't really know how to explain it, but I would have moments of thinking. You know, sometimes your mind goes off and it wanders and you daydream. And I remember thinking, like, hmm, I wonder if I have a purpose. I wonder if there's something else I should be doing. And then I would have a physical reaction to that thought. And there would be this irk in me. And it's interesting. I now identify it. I, I do believe it was my brother trying to, from oh, a very yeah. higher place, send me a message that there's a life out there for you and you need to go find it. And I believe all of us get these signs. Sometimes they're small, sometimes they're bigger, but I believe all of us get these signs of time to find your authentic path. Mm. You know, And a lot of times we ignore them. Uh, That's what I was just thinking. We don't always listen. 
we don't listen, but we all have that. We all have moments in our lives where we are given some sort of sign. And so I would feel this physical irk when I would think of, hmm, I wonder if there's more for me out there. Mm-hmm. But I would shut it down because again, it's scary. And I would shut yeah. that down and I would say, but no, but no, but no, I have responsibilities. I have kids and all, you know, everything starts to come up for me. And what does it look like when I do start choosing me? Yeah. You know? what has to go in my life, what has to change. And that becomes so scary, but it irked at me so much. And I really was lacking so much joy in my life that there was a moment of, I cannot not pursue this. Yeah. Like I just, I can't ignore these feelings anymore. I can't go on this journey. You know, I, I need to make this happen. I can't ignore it. So you didn't know what that journey looked like. You just knew you needed something different. The the life was not very joyful. You know, and I think people are ashamed to admit that. So I'm really glad you said that. That's how I was in my journey too. I had two young kids, healthy. On the surface, there was, why was I not happy? And so it's, it can be shameful. Oh God, so much guilt. Yes, all the guilt. guilt. Why aren't you grateful for what you have? And it's not that you're not, it's just that you know something is pulling you that there's something more out there. And I'm so glad you said that. So, you know, if anybody is watching this and you're feeling this way, there's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Going for more is amazing. So Mary Kay, you're having these inklings, you're you're getting this pull. So what did that look like when you finally decided to... I don't know what that means. Was it a massive change of your life? Was it incremental changes? What does it look like? It was very small, (laughs) but for me, it was a lot of meditation and prayer. Like I got Mm. really quiet with myself and asking a lot of questions. And I, I do believe that it comes to us intuitively. And there were things I remember specifically saying, well, what am I passionate about? Like if I had an extra hour in the day, what would I love to do? And for me, that was reading a fashion magazine. Like that was kind of one of my guilty nice. pleasures. Yes. So I was like, well, maybe I want to go into journalism. But it was, there was a clear no every time I would ask those questions of things that I really love to do in my free time. And then I remember thinking, well, I love to do, you know, if I had a free hour, go shopping or do something in fashion and beauty. And so it led me to taking a job at a boutique. Oh, in my okay. Home. And so I took this job at this boutique, but it was quick to show me that that wasn't my path. But the interesting thing is when we start to choose us, when we start to say yes to an opportunity, it does open the door to even more. Yeah. And for any one of your viewers that are watching this, I just want them to trust that it might not... the the opportunity that presents itself might not be the one that that brings you to your most purposeful soul-driven life, but it will get you somewhere. And And it's not a failure if the first thing you try or choose isn't the one. I think that's so important to follow what is drawing your interest and follow because you don't know where it's going to lead. I think that's such an important point. Yes. And the thing for me, and I think this is important to note too, when you're living a life of shoulds and you're trying to change that, there's a part of you, at least for me, there was where you don't believe you make good decisions. Mm. 
And this was huge for me. This was actually one of my biggest aha moments in my life was when I realized that I can make a good decision. If I'm being honest and I'm coming from a place of my heart, nine out of 10 times, it's going to be a good decision. And one out of 10 times, it's an honest mistake. But once I learned that I can make a good decision, everything started to sort of open up for me. So yes, I took this job at this boutique. It wasn't exactly what I was looking for, but it did lead me to understand that I really wanted to help women. Because what I did about this boutique is that helping women look and feel more beautiful through clothes was the platform at the boutique. It brought me so much joy. So I started to realize that, okay, helping women feel empowered, helping women feel seen, helping women feel confident is something that I'm really passionate about. And I would leave this boutique so happy because I would see a change when they would put on a pretty dress or a pretty outfit. You know, I would see them physically change the way they felt about themselves. And so they would enter the boutique one way, but they would leave another. Oh, that's so fantastic. You know, and I think the fashion industry can get a bad rap or just beauty industry in general. But what you're talking about is the internal change that came from doing something for themselves. Is that what I hear you saying? Yes, exactly. So just by saying, I think there's more for me and I'm going to go see what that is and being open, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. that that's a big part of anyone who's trying to make a shift in their life is being open to receiving and just watching and really paying attention to how you feel. And so I got kind of obsessed with this idea. And, And the interesting thing for me is it was starting to even heal the little girl in me by helping others look and feel more beautiful because I never felt seen, you know, I never felt pretty growing up. I was the woman, the girl that everyone was trying to change. You know, my mother had me in the hair salon like three times a week trying to get my hair to be thicker. (laughs) You know, I, she took me to Weight Watchers when I was in fourth grade. Like, you know, there were signs of like the way I was, was not right. Not good enough. Mm -hmm. So growing up with that, I'm not good enough. And then throwing on top of that, all the shoulds, right? Yeah. So I was starting to heal a little girl in me by helping these women feel more confident about themselves. And then it shifted to the opportunity that I now have, which is in the beauty industry. It's in makeup and skincare and working with Lime Life by Alcone has been so game-changing in that I obviously help empower women and help them feel more confident through makeup and skincare, but also through finding their most purposeful soul-driven life and really unlocking the magic that is in them. We're all pure gold when we're born. And then life happens and circumstances happen and we put this armor on. Yeah, for sure. Survive, really. You know, it becomes our defense mechanism. And over the past eight years myself, I've just been peeling back that armor every day. And what has been so fascinating to me is what I thought was going to be selfish to choose me and choose Mm -hmm. my happiness by me doing it is given the courage to tens of thousands of other women to do the same. Oh, hold on a second. Can we just stop and like put a big frame around that? So what you thought was going to be selfish choosing you has actually resulted in tens of thousands of women getting their happiness, their empowerment there. So 
talk about the polar opposite of selfish. And if you hadn't listened to that inner voice, these women wouldn't have gotten this. Maybe they would have found some other way, but they wouldn't have gotten the special Mary Kay brand of joy and empowerment and building. And I want to be clear about this for anybody who's watching. So I know you, so I want to just clarify, not only are you helping individual women with beauty, but you're also helping individual women and they may be the same crowd. They may be separate crowds, build their own business through Lime Life. Is that correct? That's correct. My absolute passion is to build leaders in life, Mm. not just makeup and skincare guides and specialists, but really leaders in life. That's the basis of my leadership. That's the basis of my coaching and mentoring is to really help them see how incredibly limitless they are. To me, it's such an issue that women do not see that, you know, and it's, it's, um, I get it because I was there, Yeah, but now it is my absolute joy to help others see that in themselves. And and sometimes it does take someone else believing in you before you believe in yourself. Because I know I had that early on in, in my career, but it's been such an incredible journey of just saying yes to me and recognizing that my happiness matters. And gosh, does it change the world? There's a it, ripple effect exactly. when anybody chooses them and chooses their most authentic path because we are all here for a purpose. Yeah. And our job yeah. is to find that. And we don't have to settle for mediocrity and we don't have to put ourselves in a box. Right. And we don't have to stay the status quo if there's something more for us out there. So it's been such an amazing journey for me. You're glowing as you describe this. You are literally glowing. I love it. And and I really want to say too, to anybody who's watching this, if I remember correctly, Mary Kay, that job that paid the bills was like a Wall Street job, wasn't it? So we're not talking that you already had some insider information into the beauty industry. And so I want someone watching this who's thinking, yeah, but I'm just, or I'm not, Mm -mm. you were not in the beauty, you were in a male driven corporate wall street setting. And then you went to this, what I would almost imagine is 180 degree different environment. It was 180 degree different environment. And, you know, again, when I was being raised words like female empowerment were not something that was given to me. It was Mm -hmm. not language that was used. Entrepreneur was not language that was used, you know, going out and creating a business was probably the epitome of scary yeah. for my upbringing. Okay. Yeah. So I had no resume for this. I had absolutely no experience in the field I was going into. As a matter of fact, extremely intimidated by makeup. As I told you earlier, I didn't even feel pretty. Yeah. So to go into a beauty business when you don't even feel beautiful, it could not have been more intimidating. It could not yeah. have been I wanted to say no so badly to this. I wanted to say no. And I almost did. And and I don't know, my CEO may say I did say no. (laughs) But the irk that I was describing earlier of this is it, this is what you're supposed to, because sometimes it really is the scariest of things that give us Mm -hmm. the biggest growth, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, for sure. Right? So it was this, it was definitely like, I think this is it, but intimidation is not, 
it's an understatement. It's an yeah. understatement because I was like, really, this is it. My name is Mary Kay. I'm gonna go <laughs> I didn't even really? think about that. <laughs> really? Is this really what it is? And all due respect to Mary Kay Cosmetics, they're, they paved the way in, yes. in the industry. But I listened and I was obedient to listening. To um, your inner voice. You were done being obedient to the external forces. You were listening to your internal voice. I love it, love it, love it. Mary Kay, I think this is so fascinating and I love what you've done. And so I think if I could sort of sum this all up, it really is about listening to you, putting your happiness for- forward isn't selfish. And look, we're not talking about blowing up your whole life here. Mary Kay still has her three children and you know, she didn't yeah. you know, ship I them off. Somewhere. Mom now. I yeah. did learn through my happiness journey that I was not in a relationship that was right for me. And that was, again, another difficult decision, mm-hmm. but one that I really, again, listened to my internal voice on. A lot of this too, when you're Stepping into your higher self and your greater self, there's a lot of the I am and the I am not. And I, mm-hmm. I remember a coach of mine really identifying that for me because I remember saying, okay, maybe I am an entrepreneur now. Okay, I got that. Maybe I can empower women and, and maybe that's something. But a woman who gets divorced, that's not me. I'm not that woman. But again, it really is about that inner work. It really is about no, I am a woman who gets divorced and I'm going to be okay. And you are more than okay. And so I think the big takeaway from this really is just listening. I think that's huge. So Mary Kay, I can't thank you enough for being here and sharing. And I am certain people want to... They. When people are around you, I know this because I was physically around you and they're like, I really want to know her more and I want to get to know her, which is why I'm bringing you Mary Kay today. How can people follow you? How can they get in touch with you if they want to? How do we find Mary Kay? How do you find me? Well, I do have a website, which is marykaykemper.com. Okay. You can also find me on Instagram, mkstylista, S-T-Y-L-I-S-T-A is my tagline. Okay. Or you can find me on Facebook as well, Mary Kay Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y hyphen Kemper, K-E-R. Got it. And I will put all of this information in our interview notes so everybody can come. And you guys do go find her. She posts beautiful photos. That's one thing about Mary Kay. Like just everything is beautiful. I love looking at your photos. I love seeing, and we have matching dogs. We were meant to be friends. Yes, we do. And you know, I, I will end on this, Jen, because when you do choose you and you do start stepping towards your most inspired future instead of your default future, mm-hmm. everything does become beautiful. It doesn't come without challenge. It doesn't come without some setbacks and some scary moments, but it is so beautiful on the other side. And every day, I just am so obedient to that internal voice because it is your North Star. It is your compass and it's not to be ignored. So take that first step. Just ask yourself, show me my compass, show me my North Star. And I promise you, slowly but surely, things will be revealed to you and you will be living your most inspired future. And the world needs everybody to do that. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Okay, ladies, go follow your compass. I think that's a beautiful way to end this. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you, Mary Kay, for being here. I was having me. My complete pleasure. I'll see you all next time on the next episode. Thanks again. Bye-bye, everybody. 
Hey friend, if you recognize yourself in these stories and you don't want to give a should anymore, you have to join my coaching community, the GC. Come learn the tools to recognize when fear and worry are running the show and how to shift into more of what you want without guilt or blowing up your life. Unless of course, that's what you want. Inside the GC, you'll learn strategies to start making yourself a priority. Stop saying yes when you mean no. Have hard conversations and so much more. And you get to do this with a group of women who are making the same changes in their lives and are there to support you, not judge you. It's a seriously warm, safe space where genuine connections are made. The GC is where doubt and loneliness meet their match. You can get all the info at jennifersherwood.com slash the GC. But if you're not ready for something like that yet, I've got you. Head over to my website, jennifersherwood.com and hit the relief right now button. I'll send three ridiculously simple steps to go from overwhelm to ease.